is Galit Friedlander. I've worn many hats in the dance world over the last 15 plus years and have created Dance Speak as a platform for people in the dance industry to share their stories and blueprints for success. So listen up and get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and get personal with the people behind the movements you love. I am sitting here with Allison Falk. Hi. Credits include, I'm like <laughs> mad thinking about it because I'm just picturing a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> As a dancer, some of her credits include Janet Jackson, Britney Spears, Missy Elliott. She's one of the beat freaks. Films include Austin Powers, You Got Served, and Step Up 2. And choreography credits include Pink, Madonna, whoa, Magic Mike 1, 2, and The Vegas Show. Magic Mike Live. Magic Mike Live. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Don't worry. Hi, Rose. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, wow, thanks for having me here. Yes. Such a gift. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how, how did you get into dance? Where did that start? Sure. Well, um, I grew up in Miami, Florida. Dope. Yeah. And Miami. Um, my dad is a trumpet player. He's, a, he's toured the world as a musician and... I hear him on the radio almost every day. If I turn on the radio, he's recorded on so many different albums. That's and amazing. my mom was a singer, so they met. And so, like, my earliest memories are of, you know, being at one of his shows or whatever. So it was around music a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just jumping and bouncing about. So my parents put me in a dance class when I was about three years old, and I loved it. And then, so I kept with that for a little bit, and then I got into gymnastics, which I was pretty hardcore into. And then around eight or nine like I really just went the dance route and (laughs) I'd say at 10 years old I was like oh I definitely want to do this for like ever you just knew I knew wow for sure very clearly and then the first time and then I went to I had you know went to like a regular dance studio where they had like all the different kinds of dance whatever and then we'd go to conventions like dance conventions which Today, there's so many. Back then, there wasn't as many. We'd go, we'd drive to Orlando to go to convention. And that's how many hours? It's a four hours. Okay. It's not that bad. But so we'd go to convention, and then you know, you'd audition for a scholarship. So I got a scholarship to come out in the summer to L.A. to study the studio. So I came out when I was, for the first time when I was 14, and was you know taking class at the studios, and I was like, oh... <laughs> This is where I want to be. I want to be in Los Angeles. I want to do... They also had, like, a year-long scholarship for, like, the grown-ups or whatever. I was like, I want to do that. I want to get an agent. And so then that was, like, my goal. It's like very focused about that. Damn. Were you... So were you, like, super confident all the time? Was it, like, you just fell into it? I didn't fall into anything. <laughs> there was no falling in anything. Yeah. It was very clear... Um, I wouldn't say I was super confident. I would say I was super focused and driven and passionate and in love with dance mm-hmm. um and and I was confident that I would would work really hard so and then you know I did well like I usually like I got accolade you know what I mean I did well mm-hmm. I knew I was good-ish yeah it was good you know so it wasn't like but I wasn't like I'm so good you know it wasn't <laughs> that girl at all I was more like oh my gosh I have a year to move to LA. I want to like take classes more, more classes to get better. You know, it was like always wanting to get better and learn more and that kind of stuff. You know, and just really excited. Like I was so excited to move out here, and dance and be in that every day all the time. That was definitely a huge thing for me. That's amazing. How old were you when you moved moved out here? Right after high school. 
So like six months after high school, like I saved money for six months and when I was right when I turned 19. Damn. So just backtracking, what, uh, which techniques did you start off with and what were your strengths? Oh, sure. And- yeah. I did like all the like regular dance school things. You know, I did um, jazz and ballet and tap and then we did lyrical and I tumbled. Um, and then we had hip hop at my dance studio, but it wasn't. It was like the studio kid hip hop version. It, it wasn't overly bad. It was just whatever. And then when I moved out here, um, I got really into. I started learning about more about hip hop and street dance, and learned about all the different types of street dance and. Uh, and then I, on my scholarship, I started learning about partnering. I got really into partnering and salsa and swing, and so I do a lot of partnering as well. So I got like into those like, they're not really alternative forms anymore. But as I was growing up, they weren't really offered at my dance studio. So I got into like, like I break a lot. Like I got into breaking, and I got into just all that kind of stuff. So that's so dope. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like when you actually moved here? The idea of moving out here versus the reality of like once you stepped foot it here. It was. It was amazing. It was. It was amazing. I was so excited because I did a scholarship at Tremaine Dance Studio. Oh, okay. So it was the convention that I was getting scholarships on to come out here. They had a dance studio at the time where like all of the, you know, like Millennium or Edge or whatever, where all the teachers were teaching, and so there was this program that got us ready. It was a program specifically designed to be a dancer, like in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I've you, heard about this program. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was amazing because you know there was a twenty other or twenty five other kids like of a similar age that just moved here that were studying the same things that wanted to do the same things, and so we're kind of all there for each other, you know. And we're taking dance class all day, every day, from all these teachers that were like obsessed with and in love with it. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Learning from all these people, like in class with all these dancers that we look up to. So it was, it was hard, but it was amazing. It was just unbelievable. I'm excited. It was, it was exciting. And I moved out here with a girl from my dance studio. So Mm -hmm. we shared an apartment and it was amazing. It was amazing. It sounds like a dream. It was, it was really cool. I mean, it's hard. Like it's not like it wasn't hard, but it was just like, it was what I wanted for sure. Beautiful. Yeah. And is there like an ideal dance training schedule you would recommend for the professional who comes out here at 18 and wants to work? No, it depends on you and who you are and what you're trying to accomplish and the kind of dance you're doing. Like back when, I, that was a long time ago, that was mm-hmm. 96. It was a little different than like everyone studied everything for sure. And I would still recommend that, but depending on who you are and like what your dance style is and what your goals are. Mm-hmm. There's like, I feel like the working world is a little more broad now as well. It used to be a little more like everyone kind of did the same thing. Um, so it's a little more broad. I would, I would say as a whole, learn as much as you can about as much as you can from as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. And don't just do things that feel comfortable. Like do things that you're going to grow, especially when you're younger, you know, I mean always for sure, but like take a class that you never thought you would, you know, be interested in and like learn from it and it's going to help you just improve as a dancer and your strengths is going to take your strengths and make them stronger. Like just any kind of movement is always important just to expand. If you're going to be a professional, like you never want to, again, it's hard because like some people have avenues they go down to, but generally speaking, you don't ever want to have to turn down an audition because you can't do the style or you're not versed in that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't do that. You know, it's awesome if you can be like, oh yeah, like I know about that. Or at least know enough to go audition and try. You know what I mean? So I'd say try something new. Mm. 
like that. Um, I saw interviewed Teresa Espinoza two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how you're such a professional. Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> like she's oh my god, like, I love her the so ultimate much. professional. Oh my god, that's so funny. So I wanted to know, <laughs> for dancers out there, what does it look like? Would you say to be the ultimate professional? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, Teresa. I could talk about her for two hours. I love her so much. I look up to her so much. I wish I could have gotten you two at the same time. Yeah, she's such an inspiration, and she's so passionate, and, like, really the way... Well, I'll tell you the way I met her. Okay, I know this is not the question at all, Oh, my gosh, I love... Okay, so on my scholarship, one of our teachers was Bradley Rapier, and I'm actually in the Groovaloos as well, and he... Yeah, and he really opened my eyes to street dance. I didn't know anything. Him and also Wade Robson was one of my teachers on scholarship. So I was like learning about all these things. I didn't know about popping or locking or b-boying or house or anything. So he's opening our eyes, whatever. And so him and his friend and his wife, um, they were going to enter. There was this like street dance championship. So they're going to enter this competition and they needed another girl. And so they're like, hey, do you want to do this with us? And I was like, oh my God. It's like a locking section in it, you know, that we were going to do. And I was like so excited. So I learn it, we go and we compete, and then there was different categories. And then there was like the new school section, you know? And there was this all-girl crew from Texas. And Teresa and Keely were in this crew, whatever. And they were so good. They were, they were really hard, like they looked hard. Like, they, looked, they would like fuck you up. Like they were like, I was like, wow, they're so good. I was like, they look so mean. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up, we all won our divisions. And so then we had to do some press thing or something. I don't know what this was. But anyways, we were somewhere. And I was like, oh, I want to tell them that they were really good. I thought they were good. You know, I was so nervous. And I went up and I was like, hey, you guys are really good. And they were like, thanks. And they are super nice. No, I guess they lived in L.A. already then because Teresa had been going to college. Yeah, so they lived in L.A. already. Anyways, so then we started doing stuff for, we started dancing together. Like I started doing stuff with this group called Raspberry Jam, and we basically started dancing together in class. Yeah, yeah. We started dancing together and around whatever, and then they became really good friends. We all became Groovaloos, and so we were all just together all the time. Yeah, and I would take her class, and you know we always danced together. And so, and she would hire me for jobs like if she was choreographing, and then she did Janet Valor Rope and. I remember she came and said hi to me before the show, and she's like, you're going to do this one day, and I was like, you know, and then next tour, I was on the next tour, and I was like, oh my god, which I still can't believe, I was like, anyways, anyways, but so, back to your original question about being a professional, (laughs) I I think it's, these, by the way, the the tangents, yeah, yeah. I think being a a professional in dance is the same thing as being a professional in anything else, it's just kind of being on your shit a little bit, you know, like, answering your emails, answering your phone calls, being on time, like, you know, conducting yourself in a way that you're proud of, you know, and you would hope that everybody else would conduct themselves. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, show up on time. I know my choreography as a dancer, you know, like, ready to go. Like, if I have props, I'm going to use my prop every time. You know what I mean? I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to help out if I need to help out, you know, Um, and really just thinking about the job and, like, how to like it's a professional situation you're not just there just to you know like wild out or whatever and then in choreography I think it's it's a there's a lot more to do with like personalities and communication and making sure everybody gets what they need from you so 
for me, it's just always being clear, communicating, showing up really prepared with lots of options for people to choose from, and then being easy to work with and just being there to help. Like You're almost like a mediator sometimes. You're dealing with all these personalities, making sure everyone feels safe, feels heard, feels like they can be them best, their best selves in the situation and can truly like, especially like our job we just did in Vegas, like they can truly like showcase themselves to their fullest potential. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's a little bit different. But I mean, it, it's not unlike any other profession. It's like pay attention, respond to people, communicate. You have to give a shit. To take, you know, like it's, it's a business, you know, and it's important even though it's art and we're all passionate about it. Like you have to conduct yourself in a way that you're easy to work with and people want to work with you again and create relationships and so that if they have another project like oh I want to call that girl back because she was delivered I love what she did and she was easy to work with and I know she's going to get it done because hmm. the last thing a producer wants to do is have to like search around to find somebody to, I, that person was great <laughs> they're like fine you know what I mean so have you ever had to deal with as a choreographer with the dancer being difficult yeah totally can you tell me you can be like super vague, vague yeah. but how you dealt with it yeah well it's always different and it usually stems from I mean god it's always so different but a lot of times it's like personality stuff and it's not even necessarily like involving with the dance like it would be on a tour or in a long term situation and the only thing you can do is you have to put your big girl pants on. You have to have the uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's it's always something where you just... It's communication again. It's like mm-hmm. sitting someone down and like... Depending on like what's going on, like... Be like... It seems like da-da-da-da is going on. Like, you know, how can we help you? And always not like attacking the person or like, right. you know... How can I help you... You know, take it off of them, put it on you, and be like, how can I help you in this situation? You know, and then and then if it goes to, like, a place where it's crazy, then it's, you just have to, like, be firm about something. And, yeah. And that's not fun, but I for sure I had to do that. And you talk about uh, putting your big girl pants on. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means, like, if you have to involve, like, higher-ups or if someone no longer can be involved in a project or, you know what I mean? And And, and I think, like... You know, like, I, I always work with great teams of people, and so you're just constantly, you know, like, checking in with people and making, you know, getting their opinions and, like, making sure you're seeing it the right way. Make, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, moving forward in a long project, the best thing you can do is just, like, make sure that people know they can always come to you to talk about if there is an issue, if there something weird is going on or whatever, just so that they feel heard and there's, like, a constant flow of, like, just an open lane of communication and that they feel safe and heard. Those are, like, really important things, I feel like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even if they do need to vent or whatever, that they can come to you and there's, like, an ongoing thing as opposed to just, like, something blowing up and, like, some weird thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of personality stuff with choreography. I'm it's always, so much. I'm so surprised by, I'm like, the thing you're here to do is, like, X... And the thing that's getting in the way is Y. Absolutely. <laughs> like everything around it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then just be, like, clear with your intentions, too. Yeah. And, like, same with me. Like, we just like to be clear, like, with whatever I'm doing, clear with our intentions, what the goal is, and how we're going to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like any job, like, it's really important to be prepared and whatever, but, like, if we can't do it with a smile on our face, and then, like, why are we going to go do 
dance jobs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's like so, it's like, oh fuck. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, we should be happy about it. And yeah. sure, things get stressful sometimes, and you know. Yeah. It's the giving a shit that's stressful to me, like, because mm-hmm. I want it to be, like, spectacular. For sure. If I didn't care so much, it would actually not be as... Yeah. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be doing it. And right. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. It's okay, though. Okay. It's good to give a shit. Yeah. Especially in this day and age. It's good to give a shit. <laughs> it's important for, especially if you're working with kids, for them to see that you give a shit. You know what I mean? For me, it's also, like, the balance. I don't ever want to be that teacher or choreographer that left, like, a scar on them ever. Oh, my God. I totally an emotional get scar. I totally get that. Because just crazy. I'm like, it's dance at the end of the day. Yeah. And I also want to be... I want them to be at their best. Yeah. So it's like that you're line. Shaping, you're shaping their lives. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's a fine line. Yeah. And I think all you can do is listen to your heart and do your best. Yeah. When you see kids, sorry if I'm going like I'm going I'm going on forever about this. When you see a kid work their butt off though and break a sweat, my heart melts. Because I'm like this, like it is not normal for a child to work that hard and be so driven. It's the best. Where does this come from? Like what I was thinking philosophically before. It's passionate. Mm-hmm. You're born with it. It's like a love for something. I mean, I I was that kid. Like I grew up that way. Like my niece, she's like obsessed with gymnastics, mm-hmm. and she's in the gym all the time. You know, she's obsessed with it. What would we do if we weren't dancing? What would you be doing? Like you think? I'd be oh. dancing. <laughs> there's never been a yeah. Never another thought of anything else. Like I li- there's literally nothing else. Have you ever had like naysayers or because you believe in it and like wow. And what do you say to the person that's questioning it? If you're questioning it, you shouldn't do it. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, and if you really know you want to do it, and if you're questioning it because other people are questioning it, you just have to be strong and do it. Mm. Because you'll always live your life wondering, like, what if? And I'm such a big, like, proponent of, like, do what you love. And and maybe because I grew up in a family like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my, yeah. like my dad's a musician. Right. You know? My mom, she was a singer and she does real estate now. But they 100% let me do whatever I want. They never pushed anything on me. And they fully understood. They saw it in me. And they were very clear with me. They were like, yeah, it's going to be hard. But, yeah. You know? they were. I'm sure they were scared shitless for me. But they... They knew, they saw it. They were like, oh, she's yeah. gonna go do it, you know? Oh, I, I did it in school. Like, I made, like, I had like a 4.3 GPA. Damn. Because I just, whatever, but like. You're a hard worker. Yeah, it's just in me to, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. If I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it at all. There's not like a really a middle ground. Mm-hmm. But um, you kind of have to like, and my other niece is going through this right now, like, make a decision, and especially when you're young, I'd say go for it. You have time on your side. And really, at any point in life, do what your heart is telling you. You know what I mean? And, like, if it doesn't work out, you can try something else. The world's not going to end, you know? And it's easier to say that the older you get when you have a little more, like, you've done things already, you know what I mean? But, like, I would really tell somebody to, like, really go for it as a kid. Really try. Really go for it if you if you have that in your heart. Don't let somebody, like, you know, like, well, you have to have something to fall back on. And why? Maybe you did. But if I put every, you know... If I do this with my full heart, then it's probably going to work out. And if it doesn't, then I'll go do something else with my full heart. Mm. I have a really good friend who moved out here who's four years ago, and she's doing amazing now. And her parents did not 
They literally were like, you should not do this. But she loves dancing so much, and it was so clear to her. She's, she did it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm doing it. I have to do it. You know, and now she's working all the time. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like you know in your heart of hearts, you know, and it's like it might be hard for your parents or people because they just they love you, they want to protect you, they want the best for you, but only you know what's inside your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And you have to be true to that because otherwise you're going to be living someone else's life or like a life that's half of what it could have been. And that would just be silly. That's true. <laughs> that would just be silly. Do you have anything that you would say to the dancer out here who's passionate, hungry, and, like, just not working mm-hmm. and getting stuck? Sure. Um, I would say... There's a couple things I would say. One, like, take a good look at yourself. Like, and be honest with yourself. Like, like at those auditions, like, look at who's booking the jobs and... Be like, why are they booking the jobs? And that could be a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, it could be literally just a look thing. Like, oh, they needed blonde people for this. Or only African-American. Whatever. That's, or it could be a body type issue. Or it could be a style of dance. Or it could be like someone else is booking because they know the choreographer. Or so many things. So first of all, take a good hard look at that. And see if, you, if there's something within your control that you can just like better about yourself. Um, ask your friends like that you know what do you see in me that I need to work on like that's always good too like outside information if you have an agent talk to your agent say hey like I'm not really booking like what can I work on like what are things I can work on and then I'd also recommend there's like amazing workshops right now that people are doing for audition like that have like audition the Galen Hooks is a really amazing workshop Mm -hmm. about um, auditioning and like just how to better yourself so I'd, I'd recommend something like that as well so all of those things that's awesome I was I'm like were there when I came out here I'm like were there those workshops it's I feel like it's a newer thing yeah a lot of education is coming out and very specialized out here yeah yeah it's incredible it's really cool it's really cool people are sharing you know and or sometimes I mean like it depends on the vibe but like you can even like ask like maybe a teacher whose class you take regularly, you know what I mean? That you're cool with be like, hey, what are some things I need to work on? Like I'm not, you know, booking a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people think people will be surprised. Like people always want to help. You know, like if someone like genuinely is like, Hey, can you help me? I feel like people will help, you know, like people always not always, but I feel like as a majority people wanna lift people up and see people succeed, especially teachers. You know what I mean? They want their students to do well, you know, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, I've noticed that you, Teresa, Lindsay, have very, very positive, supportive, supportive attitudes. Yeah. Like, towards each other, towards just in general, I can yeah. just tell. Is that something that's been cultivated over time? Was it more your generation? Like, right. it's not known as the culture of the dancer. Yeah, I think it was, it's, it's, I think it's us as people just, you know, that's our way. <laughs> but I yeah. think also, like, yeah, I mean, I think I've always been supported, like, in, in my upbringings, and then I've been around women like that, and we always have lifted mm-hmm. each other up and encouraged each other, and, you know, I think you kind of end up around the people that you're kind of, like... That makes sense. A little similar, like, you know, and especially the older I get, like, I really, truly believe, and, and I always have believed this, there's room for everybody. There's not a lack of. It's not like there's this one thing they have to compete for it. Like, and I know that probably sounds crazy when dancers have to audition, but there truly is enough for everybody. And the more that we all remember that and really own that, 
we'll find our place. You know what I mean? So just because I went to an audition or whatever with so-and-so and she booked it and I didn't, doesn't mean I have to be like, uh-uh. I mean, it's like amazing. Like you yeah. want your butt off for that. Like amazing. And then just knowing that there'll be a time for everybody, you know, and like lifting each other up and creating more like love and joy and like a higher vibration is going to create more good for everybody. Like the moment you like bring it down and cut it off, it's like negative is never going to create more positive. Yeah. Only positive is going to create more like love and positive and more jobs and more creativity and more openness and all of that kind of stuff. It's, and it's hard. It's hard when you're competing. But, like, if you can try to maintain that. And, and I haven't auditioned for so long, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's different. It's easy to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but as a but choreographer still. and a teacher, like, if we can, like, live through that example even in what we do like, and lift people up positively. Like, I've noticed in auditions, when I have auditions, by lifting people up and, like, helping them feel prepared and making the environment feel good, they always perform better. Yeah, and for for most of the jobs I do, I don't I don't need people to like learn so much chore- like a shit ton of choreography in a small amount of time. So I'm not like looking for that. So I really want to see them be their best. So I find that like being positive and lifting them up is better than being like, come on, what the fuck, you know, like all that shit. Like, so like beating people down is. I mean, I'm not going to talk negative about anything, but like, yeah. just for me, it's not my chosen route. You know what I mean? Because I think that working really hard and being positive is can be simultaneous it doesn't have to be like working really hard and like fucking like whipping people <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. you can work really fucking hard and ex- expect a very high level of product and still do it in a positive way I really believe that I love that I agree I can concur I think it yes. brings a level up for everyone yeah and I'm like thank god that there's talented people in the room because I know when I dance I want there to be someone who's not someone or a room full of people that are amazing that also pulls me up absolutely i dance harder if everyone was whack i would not be dancing that well it's true though it's true (laughs) (laughs) can you tell me about working with janet i have like oh yeah no specific question about that just tell me about it yeah okay so during that era i was working with marty he just come out here quite a bit and where was he from I, Dallas I and then he started working with Seanette Hurd they became like a little duo and there was this um, audition for Pink back in like 99 or 2000 something like that was that and his first album yeah it was go, yeah yeah there was audition for like an award show or whatever Where's and Pink Sorry, yeah it was so cool badass. she's oh my god we talk about her all day she's <laughs> so cool um, but so um, I auditioned for that and I got it. I was so excited because it was like a it was a big job and like it was yeah. I was like oh, yeah. so um, I did that pink job and it went well and so then Marty and Shawnette were the choreographers for Janet. So I just worked with them and then the audition came up and I was I remember being so nervous. I was crying so hard the day before. I was like <laughs> it was weird. like crying, freaking out. My boyfriend at the time was like. It's okay, you show up. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I go audition. And then, like, I remember, like, learning the choreography and, like, not knowing it well. And then, but there were so many people before me. I went in the parking lot, like, practiced. Anyways, got to the end, the second day of the audition. I think there was, like, 70 of us that made it back to the final day. Half guys, half girls. I'm, like, really nervous right now from, like, <laughs> 
my my chest just tightened. It was crazy. But I remember I thought audition was cool. It was at the old millennium with the dome. And I remember like we all seven people stood in a circle and held hands and like someone did a prayer. Because it, especially at that time it was such a big job, you know? And they were auditioning people for they needed eight girls for a video and then for the tour. So and they only needed one girl for the tour. So I remember being like, well, I'm not gonna get the tour because they only need one girl. But I'm thinking like maybe I would get the video. Like I just keep thinking we would get the video, whatever. You know, just because like the odds were better. You know what I mean? So okay. So then they said, so the finished audition, she came freaking out, of course, <laughs> freaking out, trying to just stay focused. And, and it was a pink song that we we danced to, which is so random. So random. And so dance, whatever, and they were like, okay, the video starts really soon. You know, you're gonna hear from us in the next 24 hours if you book the video. I didn't hear from them. So I was like, damn. I was like, well, you know, it's okay. I really felt like I did as good as I could have done. It's okay, you know. And then I was, then I was doing spot dates with this Swedish pop group called the 18s that Wade Robson and Dan Carity were choreographing. And so I was in Europe. Yes. And I was crossing paths with the janitor who was there doing promo at the same time. And so I was like, oh, hey, guys, you know, it was like, you know, everyone knew everybody, especially back then. Every, it was such a small community. Everyone knew everybody. Let's so come back. And then I was, I used to assist Eddie Garcia. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when Chris Judd was um, with Jennifer Lopez. And so he, they were working on um, some videos for her and some stuff. And he called me and he's like, hey, will you assist us? on this video I was like yeah totally you know so that night I went to um I was going to Kinko's to get uh my resume copy Kinko's yes resumes and, and I ran into Gil Dozala there mm-hmm. and I was like hey Gil you know I was like looking crazy and like he's like oh, hey he's like so great to see you he's like your name totally came up today and I was like oh you know <laughs> And he's like, yeah, we totally, we need, um, we need a swing for the Janet tour. And, and you know, we, your name came up and we, we totally want to use you. And I was like, what? Like, so, and I was like, oh, like freaking out, like a little bit in disbelief. So I go to rehearsal the next day to help Chris and Eddie. And I get a call and they're like, yeah, they want to book you. And I was like, wait, what? Cut to Seanette was directing the tour and she never, she just, didn't end up doing it. So I, I did it. <laughs> I did the tour. <laughs> so the, the one girl was Lori Spots that they hired from that audition, and then I ended up being the other girl. And then the other girl was Kelly Kono, who had done stuff before, and then Jenna Dewan, who ended up being my roommate, and then for five years, and then Mary Channing. Whoa. Tita. Isn't that weird? Whoa. It's like a weird, like, whoa. And I'm freezing that story for a moment. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna use that for the magic mic question. Perfect. That's isn't that random? Like I need to. Take you can't a plan that. You can't plan that. Kind it's of stuff. so beautiful. It was so cool. And so then I'm like in rehearsals, thinking I'm the swing, but I'm always standing in for Seanette because she's watching everything. And then they were, and then, so she never like got a chance to learn. Anyways, I ended up doing the tour. I was, yeah, it's crazy. That's incredible. Like, that was a regular dancer. It was crazy. Do you have any recommendations for when you're working a job like that? I can imagine that your nerves. Yeah, happen. Like, totally. how do you ground yourself? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did, just because <laughs> I'm the way I am. I would get nervous in rehearsal and do my best. But then at the end of the day, I it's back when we had like little camcorders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd record myself or Kelly or somebody doing the choreography, 
and then I go home at night and I clean myself. That's so I, incredible. So I go home and practice all the notes I needed to work on. So when it came in the next day, I like was ready to go, and like there was no like issue or anything of me like like I walked in knowing oh I this is being clear on what. I need and this to is do. after how many hours of rehearsal? I don't know, like eight or nine or something like that. Yeah, I think it's it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. I did it really seriously. Like I, it was such an honor. It still is an honor to have a job to do at that level that thousands of people auditioned for. So I took it really seriously. Like, you know, they took a chance on me. You know, so I was like, I'm fucking do everything I can to make sure I do my best possible effort. <laughs> I think where it's easy to get tripped up, this is my story around it, is that so you work that hard and then someone will see you do it they're like, oh, she's killing it. And there's sometimes, like, an assumption that, oh, it's just like that. Right. But the work you put in is the work to make it look easy. Yeah. And then other, sometimes less knowledgeable dancers will think, like, oh, yeah, you just show up and... Yeah, I know. I'm a... Lindsay and I are the same in this. Like, we're practicers. I practice, like, a ridiculous amount if I'm getting ready to do a performance. Like, to the point where it's like, okay, you can take... You know, but I really like to have it fully... Like, I want to know all the things that could go wrong. You so, know what I mean? So you're prepared, and it's so it's so in your body. And, of course, sometimes as a dancer on certain jobs, you don't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But if you do have the opportunity, I'd say take it. And before you um, go on stage, are you or are you the dancer to not, like, to zen out or to do the choreography? Like I'm, a, I'm really physical, and so I'm all about a zen situation. But before, right before I go on stage, I'm getting warm, I'm dancing, I'm... Because, especially if you're doing, like, live TV or something, like, usually it's, like, this one, like, three to four minute thing. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be, like, when that music goes on, you have to be at 100. There's mm-hmm. no, like, ramp up into it. So I need to have been dancing, like, a little sweaty, like, really, like... Like, 30 minutes, an hour, well, 15. It depends on what's going on, but I usually do a full warm-up, mm-hmm. and then, you know, minimum 30 minutes before, if not more. I'm doing... 30 minutes to an hour. Usually on tour, an hour for sure. Yeah. On tour for sure, one hour before I started doing my warm up. Good. And getting all. Because it's so, like, the stuff I've been involved with is really physical stuff. So it's like you have to prepare your body for that. You can't. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you get injured. Yeah. I was talking to my kids before they performed the other day, and they have quick performances, but they don't yet, most of them have the discipline to warm. And they actually don't know, I think, how to stretch themselves. Gotcha. I think they just don't know, but they don't have the discipline to actually do that. They'll yeah. do like a. Like an arm oh, stretch? Yeah. So I sit with them now and I'll, like, I'll warm them up before each time. So great. And I'm like, they still need more. And I was, I had a friend jump in assisting last minute and she was a, a ballerina, modern dancer, jazz dancer, and she hasn't been dancing for years because she messed up her hip so bad. Yeah. And she was naturally flexible and she fell into that she had the facility so she wouldn't properly like warm up and stuff. Yeah. So long story long. I'm trying to like, <laughs> that, I'm trying to give that to my dancers also who like they're kids they don't feel it in their bodies yet but like yeah. they need to prepare. It's it's about like yeah I mean like compared to my friend Flo do you know Flo Master? Have you book Flo Master? He's like I know who he is. Super I've seen legendary. His videos. Super legendary. I've talk but I don't like know him personally. Yeah, he's my sensei for sure. He's Dope. incredible. He's had ten knee surgeries. Right. And because. He would throw himself the fuck around when he was young and he didn't want to stretch. And now he's like this like advocate for like health and wellness yeah. and strengthening your body and all these things and because he had you. If you wanted to keep dancing, he had you. 
So if you can learn like how to take care of your body at a young age, you're gonna avoid surgeries. You're gonna avoid having to stop dancing. It's not always about like the, that moment. It's about creating habits for your whole life. You know what I mean? It's like it's so important. Like so, if you're used to that, when you're older, you're gonna keep doing it. You know what I mean? Because sure, you feel fine until you don't feel fine, and then when you don't feel fine, you're like oh crap, I can't go to this audition because my ankle is sprained or I can't go to this audition because my groin is pulled or, you know what I mean? And when you, if you had good habits and you took upon yourself to, you know, you're an athlete, you're an athlete and anyone that says anything different is, I don't know, dancers are athletes and you, you have to act it. like it. Yeah. You have to act like it. And athletes, no athlete would ever just go into a game without any preparation. That'd be crazy. You can't. Same thing with dance. Kids, not kids. Whatever. They don't feel it yet, but... The, yeah, they don't feel it, so the, they don't understand yet. However, my friend gave them a speech, uh-huh. like a little just, hey, this is what happened to me, not to scare you. Right. And then when she was done, they were giving, one of the kids was giving bar to them, I like at a that. table, like they're holding onto chairs and like warming up, and I was like... So they heard her. That was really, yeah. that's really cool. It's about keeping it up. Keeping it up. Consistence. Consistence? Consistence. Cons- <laughs> I just took it. Consistence. Consistence. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the name of my firstborn, Consistence. <laughs> What's your baby saying? It's Consistence. I want her to remember <laughs> to be Consistence. <laughs> I really like this. I'm going to go with it. What was it like working with Madonna? Oh. Um. <laughs> Broad question, I know. Yeah, that's broad. Can go, I know. So, I can go specific. No, no, no. It's cool. So, I assisted um, RJ Jarrell on two tours, and then um, on on Confessions, and then Sticky and Sweet, and then um, and then I on her MDNA tour, I was one of the supervising choreographers, as well as her stand-in. Well, what's a supervising choreographer for everyone? Yeah, so that's when they this supervising choreographer. There's there's a couple different um, ways that it can go down. Um, the way I've done it is where I work with the director very specifically to get a really good understanding of the show, and then from there we for different numbers and sections we hire other choreographers. And so I'll be the person that gets the information from the director to the choreographer, and then work with them. So they're all working on their stuff they need to work on. I'll work with them on, like, getting the number ready to show Madonna, to show the director, plug me into the number, you know, help out with things where it might need help in certain places to make it better for the overall thing of the show because I have more of an idea of, like, what's happening from number to number and thing to thing. Like, oh, we've done that already in this number. We need to try this in this number because da 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 So um, that's what that person does. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then for her, I was her stand-in as well. So she dyed my hair blonde for a year. Whoa. And, yeah. That's kind of really cool. Yeah, it was intense. She works really hard. She works harder than anyone I've ever met, for sure. She works really hard. Can you give a couple examples of that? I love... And I know that you have to, like... Her. I know you can't say yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially with her, just because... She works long hours. And she rehearses hard. And full out and... Like, we, we're never in a dance studio from day one. We're on a mock stage built to the exact specifications of the real stage. So she'll be on a fake stage that still has the exact same stairs and the exact same length she's going to walk from here to there. And so um, even though we don't might not have some moving parts, 
she knows exactly how long it's going to take her to walk from this point to this point. It's, so it's fully, it's huge, you know, and then we have mirrors in there. And so we can work in an environment where she really understands exactly how it's going to be. She has mock costumes. So she has all the pieces that she needs to work with to understand how it's going to feel. A lot of singers work really hard, but she's really just, it's, whoa. Is she working like 10 hours, 12 hours, 16? I don't know the amount of hours, because like she does like, she works on concepts and then she's working with like wardrobe and then she's in band rehearsal and doing vocal rehearsal and then she's, she on those days she still does full workouts with her trainer which are an hour or two long and then she does dance rehearsals and you know and then she's meetings with directors and so she just works she works really hard and she really cares she really cares and she requires a lot from everybody she requires above 100% from everybody nothing less is than that's acceptable it's intense it sounds really intense it's intense oh my gosh it's the best word I can use to describe it is intense her tour is different. Her tour okay. is um, she she takes care of her people. That's she amazing. she really makes sure that it's in it, 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 the best conditions for people to like you know they're offered every everything to help their bodies stay. There a lot is required of them to perform. Like they have to do a lot, but PTs are brought in like that. You know, awesome. yeah, yeah. She's That's really, so legit. She's legit yo she's like whoa I finally saw Truth or Dare mhm just a badass she's definitely a badass holy shit <laughs> she's a force oh my god she's a strong force you're like <laughs> yeah. I always wonder what um the artist would be like if they didn't have the, not to take away but if they didn't have the type cause it's such a special energy what is that like if you got to just have that walking down this street yeah, no, it's... I think it's still the same. I don't think she would be any different. No. She would be that no matter what. <laughs> she's an artist for sure. She's... I was always really struck at how, like... She does pop music, but, like, she has really has her finger on the pulse of underground art mm-hmm. with the dance, music, like art, like actual art. Like, she always knows, like, the new-new, which is cool. That's so dope. Yeah, she she is dope. She's She's dope. Do you have any daily, weekly, monthly practices that you get done no matter what? I meditate every morning how for problem? 10 minutes. That's that's where I'm at right now. I hope one day to be able to wake up and meditate for a really long time. Um, but that's my daily thing I do. And then I'm just a really physical person. So, like, I work out every day, whether it's... I have a trainer come to my house sometimes. Okay. I do Pilates with a teacher. I do yoga. I go to like workout classes. I session at my house a lot. Like I session before this with some friends. Um, I take class, whether it's like a ballet class or hip hop class or jazz class. Like I do my best to take class. And one of my goals is to take more class like of newer teachers. I just I don't know. Yeah, I'm really physical. So like when I do like my things that, that somehow like, I don't know if it's the endorphins or what it is, but like I always feel like, oh, I feel okay. You know what I mean? So between, like, meditating and staying physical for me, like, on the daily, that helps me, like, that's what makes me feel okay. You know what I mean? Some people like to talk things out or, like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or, like, they need a release. But for me, like, sitting and meditating and then doing something, like, physically hard 
is like the thing that helps me feel like okay yeah no I completely understand I haven't taken class in a week and I feel like I'm losing it oh no no (laughs) I'm trying to find my balance of I have new opportunities I'm grateful for yeah and I fall off of some of the things that like I need as a human yeah what do you need as a human I need dance I need to still be like dancing yeah full out on someone else's court Mm -hmm. like not not your situation not my situation because I'm going to work differently um, I need that and some yoga. Yeah. That's like, well, that'll be good. And then I, a little bit of like, I'm also a personal trainer. Oh, so cool. I, I joke though that I get something out of watching other people work out, but I need some type of ass kick. Yeah. So yeah. basically the same maybe. Yeah, it's the same. So and it's the same. Just, I'm not, and I'm somebody who like, duh, people think I maybe go like harder than I do, but I need my rests and my breaks and I get tired at the end of the day and sometimes do not make it to what I wanted to do and so I'm trying to find it I'm like if this is super important how to make it happen yeah yeah and I'm there yeah I, I'm the same I need my rest too I get a lot of sleep I tell go me to bed, about that well <laughs> I go to bed really early and I definitely get made fun of a lot for it yeah I get made fun I it's get, summertime so my bedtime has gone later but yeah. in the winter oh my God. I hibernate can I ask, like, what time in the practice? Because nobody talks about this, and I don't get enough support. Okay, I will tell you the time I go to bed. Like, 8? No, 9.30. Okay. Like, 9.30, 10. And then I'm up at, like, 7. That's really healthy. I think so. My friends make fun of me. I get made fun of, too. And then I get, I get kind of, I'm salty about this. Like, people will be like, <laughs> I have a chip on my shoulder. They'll be like, I don't need as much sleep. I don't understand. They'll be like, I sleep three hours a night. And I'm like, you get so much more done, I wish. They're like, it's mind over matter. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I sleep that much when I can. Yeah. If I'm on some crazy-ass job where you can't then I can't sleep. That and happens. It, and then you, you, I don't sleep, and you make it happen, of course. But if I have my choice. <laughs> Freedom of choice. I'm going to sleep. And women, um, supposedly we need more sleep than men. I'll take it. I believe it. <laughs> Because we have... I just feel exhausted at the end of the day. Like, when I've been, like, working really hard, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. That's just my way. And I've, I've come to accept it. I feel I, supported that you say this. I, I support you, girl. And, like, my friends, as much as they make fun of me, they accept me for it, too, and they love me. And they're totally giggle at it, but they just, like, you know, they're like, oh, that's just Allison, you know. Then I have to ask you, my friend brought up today how, like, she's from a different city, and one of the big dancers, you know, now, like, was visiting and told her the way that he got a lot of headway and other people do is by socializing mm. and I was like I personally I love people but I'm more one-on-one sure do you have any like, I don't know thoughts on that or sure because yeah. <laughs> we're all different we're all different I'll say that and I would I'm, I'm not a social gal um and I've never that's not been my lane at all and I would say do it feels good to you you know what I mean like if that feels like it would there's no like the one thing I'll say is this there's no do this this will happen for sure yeah you know what I'm saying so it's like if if someone says something to you that like hey this worked for me and it resonates a little bit you're like oh I should try that like that seems cool like I love to go socialize and then yeah that that feels good you know but like if you're like the thought of going to go makes me feel like then (laughs) then no it's okay you know what I mean like for me that was never really my thing you know like my thing was more so like she's gonna show up and work hard you know like mm-hmm. that kind of vibe you know what I mean or oh yeah that's more my thing you know what I mean but 
there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, I think it's totally valid, you know? Definitely not my forte. I could probably learn from people that do, because I'm just, it's not my strength. But do it if it feels right to you. I just, it's that I need sleep, and I feel better if I go to bed earlier, and if also if I'm not feeling the vibe of a place. Yeah. It, we're entertainers. Yeah. So, like, when I'm on for a, a job or something, that's extra. Sometimes I want to just be like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Be yourself. <laughs> I'm trying hard with the daytime socializing. That's like, cool. Like, the coffee shop. Oh, cool. Brunch dates. Like, oh, I love that. That's fun. <laughs> that's cool. Um, can you tell me about Pink? I just, I heard Leo also said she's just the most awesome. Oh my gosh, she's the best. She, okay, I could talk about it for a long time, so I'm just going to try it out. What works about Pink? What, say again? What works about Pink? Maybe that's a... First of all, she is the realest of the real person. Mm-hmm. She would sit here with us and just shoot the shit. She's fucking real as fuck. She's unbelievably <laughs> talented. Her voice... Like, musical directors I've worked with, they're like, she is wildly more talented than most any singer out there. She's so talented vocally. Um, And then she's an honest singer, which is amazing. And then dance-wise and physically, she does shit that dancers can't do. Like, like some of the aerial stuff she does is incredibly hard. (laughs) Like, it's really hard. It's not not like regular person hard or even like dance. It's like, she used to be a gymnast, so it's on some shit. Uh... So like she, so the fact that she's singing live, hundred percent live, and then doing some of the stuff she does, like I still like, and I always consider myself fairly like tough and like athletic. She is so amazing. Like she blows my mind. She's fearless. She's incredibly fearless, and I love the example she sets of being yourself and being unapologetic for it. She's just so talented, and she's really an artist and. She's a lover, man. She just, like, the way she treated us on tour, like, you know, when you go on tour, there's an A party, a B party, and a C party. A party is, like, the artist and anyone immediately surrounding her, like, management, you know, hair, makeup, like, her immediate people. B party is usually the dancers and the band. C party is the crew. We did a year-long tour, and she would always have these, like, mixers and parties where all the, everyone would get together, hang out. She'd do special things for us. Like, she'd take us to movies. She'd, like, do... She's just so thoughtful. Like, we were in Europe during um, Thanksgiving. Had this beautiful Thanksgiving at a hotel with all of... Everybody from the tour. She also, like, talked to the kitchen. And people that had, like, special recipes from home got to go into the kitchen, make their special recipes for Thanksgiving. She's like that. She's so cool. She does one thing, and I'll never forget it. Like... Because we all love each other so much and she wanted us all to remember each other, like with the band and the dancers, she had like a piece of a piece of paper like would go around with your name on it and you have to write one sentence about the person whose name at the top. And then she got it done in calligraphy for everybody. So I, so I have this thing at my house that says my name and all these anonymous sentences from all the people on tour saying like beautiful things. So thoughtful. Isn't that but she's just she's just like that. That's so She's thoughtful. the fucking best, dude. She always inspired me. I remember when she came out and then she changed, like, the direction of yeah. her career, which clearly seemed like this... I think she said it. She's like, well, this is really what I want to do. Yeah. And that's a big thing for an artist to do, and it's rare. And also just seeing a, a strong woman, like, a physically also strong woman, I haven't, at least growing up, got to see a lot of those representations yeah. of that 
this is what a woman can look yeah. like, and I'm built closer to that yeah. than, you know. Yeah, she's physically strong, she's beautiful, she's sexy, she's all these things, and she's not, she doesn't fit in a cookie-cutter mold. I love that. I love that, too, and I, lo- and I think that's, her fans, like, feel that, it resonates with them. They're like, this is real, you know? Mm-hmm. She really is beautiful and sexy and all these things, but in her way, not in, like, the way that's been shoved down our throat for a million years, you know what I mean? Which I love about her. I love that she has her babies now, and I don't know. Shiny babies. She has two kids. She has a daughter, and she just had a little boy. I haven't seen her in forever. Mm-hmm. I just, I love her so much, and I just wish the best for her. I just think she's so talented. I love hearing that. Yeah, that tour was so magical. Like, my sister came and visited us in Europe. My mom came to Australia. It was That's really cool. fun. It was cool, and, like, they, they um, encouraged stuff like that because we were gone for so long. And, like, we had so few dancers and band members, so they were just like, yeah, have your family come. And we just like to share that experience with, like, a family member was just so cool. And, yeah, she was the best. It's like having a life, not like... Yeah. Like, you get to oh, be human. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It was really cool. And we... And then I did... We did our... One of the numbers from our show, we did at the Grammys. Um, she did Glitter in the Air. Mm-hmm. And um, they painted us gold. We were completely gold. And it was, like, the coolest moment because I feel like... I feel like people knew what she did, but, like, that was, like, a really, like, everyone really saw what she did that night, and I was mm-hmm. so happy I got to be there, and, like, it was, it was a really, really, really special night and performance, and, again, I could talk about it forever. <laughs> fucking love her. I love hearing the positive, like, with, you know, I, I hear both not about her, but, yeah, like, yeah. different types of experiences, so the fact that you can go do what you love and have such a positive experience. Oh, yeah. Artists on tour. Yeah. Um... Before I start... Lindsay and Teresa both tour with her, too, and they feel the same way. That's awesome. Yeah. When Leo, like, talks about her, her, his, like, face lit up, same thing. I was like, oh, she's amazing. So, magic, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How how did the journey begin? Okay, so, Jenna and I did Janet together, and then we were roommates for, like, four or five years. Um... (laughs) And she, through that process, she started doing acting, and then she booked Step Up, movie Step Up. She was the main actress. And then, um, so she came, they were shooting in Baltimore. So she came back, and um, I think she had a break or something. She was like, so, my co-star is really cute. She's like, we're kind of dating. I'm like, oh my god, who's your co-star? And she showed me, and I was like, oh my god, that's the Mountain Dew guy. <laughs> There's this commercial for Mountain Dew, whatever. And um, she's like, he's really cool. He's really sweet. So then they, when the movie was done, they were like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. Lived. So then he started coming around, and he was like the best guy ever. So sweet and cool. And then um, they moved in together and, and later got married and all these things. And, you know, he became like, she was like a, sister, like a little sister to me, and he became like a brother. Um, and so just like, you know, like that vibe. And then I was on the road with um, Brittany. I was doing Brittany, um, uh, Femme Fatale. And um, he called me and he was like, hey, Al. After Jenna was, after Jenna told him to call me. Basically, they were going to do a Magic Mike, th- this film about stripping, whatever. And Jen's like, I was doing choreography and I should call her. And he was like, oh, okay, that's what I call her. So he calls me, he's like, hey, Al, is it we're going to do like a movie about stripping I was like wait what <laughs> I was like oh my god I was like he's like can you do it I'm like 
dang, I'm on the road right now, and I don't know if I have to go on the second leg or not. And I was like, if I don't have to, yeah, for sure. And then I didn't have to, so thank God. But then it was starting before, we were starting to train actors before I got home, so I was like, T, will you start training some of the actors? And she's like, yeah, totally. So, uh, so it worked out, and I got home, and then we needed, a, like, a guy. We needed, like, a real guy to work with us. And so on tour, I was with Luke Broadluck, and he's just unbelievable. Unbelievable dancer in person and just so talented. I was like, hey, do you want to, like, help us out this movie? Like, yeah, sure, you know? <laughs> So he was, like, working with Chan on, like, because um, he's a tricker. He, they were working on, like, flipping and stuff because Chan loves to flip. And then, um, yeah, so we, like, met all of these guys, and we were, they were so nice. Like, all of these guys were so kind. And it was just bizarre because we were, like, getting into this whole, like, we were teaching, you know, teaching them, like, moves and then, like, making up these dances for them. And, like, they're these big guys, you know. They're so sweet. It was just so funny, like, those first couple, like, months, like, getting into, like, what it was. It was so fun. And then Chan's just so talented and, you know, he's so, like, collaborative and so smart. And then... Working with Steven Soderbergh was like, hi, Academy Award director, you know? And um, and so it was like a really, really, really positive, awesome experience, like with all the guys and like Matthew McConaughey was so cool and like Matt Bomer and Joe Megan, all these guys, Adam Rodriguez, Kevin Nash, like these are people that like, if I saw right now, I'd be like, ah! they're just the nicest people and so talented and they all worked really hard. It was literally like a dream job. It was, it was like, so cool so yeah it's just wonderful wonderful thing so then when the movie came out I was in Europe with Madonna so I never really had like a concept of how big it was so when I came home people were like I was like oh shit I was like this was like a thing and Teresa was like yeah it was a thing and I was like oh shit (laughs) and so then to do the next one was just like incredible like to work with all those people and like it just was fun. Like, it was like we we're always laughing and, like, it was never, like, serious. Like, we worked really hard, but it was always, we were always giggling, you know, like, so awesome. in all these, like, fun, weird positions and, like, people throwing me around. Like, I'm always the girl that gets, like, I'm always the girl. The test. I'm but- always the girl. Like, in rehearsal, in every rehearsal, I'm the stand in. <laughs> so, all of those things that are happening, like, I'm the person that gets it done, them done to in every rehearsal. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, these, like, you know, whatever, these, like, movie star guys, like, doing all these things and you're just like constantly giggling and like you know like oh my god like it's so hilarious like there's like really funny you know behind the scenes stuff and like photos and whatever and I'm like oh my god it's just hilarious yeah so that was like so great and then um Chan and his partners decided they wanted to do a Vegas show genius yeah and like it was really important to him that we do a show that gave women what they truly wanted. So that's always been, like, our intention, to give women what they truly want, and we know that that is different for every woman, and even for the same woman, that might change every day or hour to hour what they want, you know? So we tried to do a show that was... that um, checked off a lot of boxes for people, things that were fun, things that were funny, things that were sexy, things that were you know, athletic, things that were romantic feeling, things that were, you know, surprises, things that were, um, that showcase like talent, you know, so we tried to give all these things to women in this space and, you know, our production designer, she designed the space 
to really feel like a woman would be comfortable like a man created for a woman um, and then Chan also wanted the show to be really funny and like come from a female voice so we have a female MC so it's really cool and like it definitely there's a story there's a journey and it's fun and it's a safe place for women to like experience things in any way they want to if they want to like you know be really like into it and like wild or if they want to just watch it's totally safe and all-encompassing and we just really wanted to hire guys that were like incredibly talented dancers and really sweet sweet humans so and I also um interviewed Manway oh you did <laughs> oh I love that he's so sweet and he does such a good job on our show yeah, I love him so much. He, um, just quick, like, interview. Yeah. I, I just love how things cross over. I know him because I took his class, like, 10 years ago at Broadway Dance Center oh, in New it. York. Oh, my God. And I always, he was just such a, like, a dancer dancer. Just, yeah. you could tell he was so well-rounded and just yeah. beautiful, you know, beautiful person. And I interviewed him, and he's, like, like, a certified white water raft person and had like a day named after him in the bay area oh my gosh i didn't know that he's just it's like the most interesting man on the earth he's like one of those just like and he like it casually just falls out that's so interesting i didn't know that about him he's so sweet he's such a little love he's just yeah he does a really great job in the show yeah i interrupted what you were saying no it's okay just that show for us, yeah. like, for two and a half years, we were talking about it. That's amazing. And working on it. And then I'd say there was, like, six months where it was, like, all day, every day. Like, 12-hour a day. Like, days. You know, like, maybe not 12 hours every day, but, like, definite full days every day. You know what I mean? And then to have Chan be so involved was so cool for us. You know, like, and he was so open to Teresa and I's ideas, which was cool. And Luke as well. Luke was a huge part of that show in the choir. He's amazing. And That's then incredible. Leo helped out. There was a part of the, that, um... Pada does like a, we'll say a duet, a duet. I love, I pictured like a ballerina coming out. It's, yeah, no, yeah, let me rephrase, a duet. Um, yeah, he helped us out with that, so that was fun. That's so awesome. It's in the water, so we got to like play in water, it was so fun. That is so cool, and then what, as a choreographer, what happens once the show is up? Yeah, so this is my first experience where I've walked away from a residency where like, I've only done like tours where I'm involved with it, or mm-hmm. whatever, so it's new for us so like what we we have an amazing stage manager and then Luke who's one of the main choreographers he's there he's in the show so we chat with him once a week and then we do like if anything weird is going on people hit us up we just went out and um, saw the show I'll be back in another couple weeks to see it again so we just like do little check-ins make sure everyone's okay make sure things are good yeah we just like kind of do little like maintenance upkeeps on it but they run the show themselves they're great Luke is amazing he you know, oversees the guys and makes sure everything is He's good. He's a prodigy. I met him. I met him in like my earlier time in LA. Yeah. I think I met him at a party. It was like a party where I met some people that we just kept crossing paths. And yeah. He was like, like maybe eighteen. Yeah, that sounds better. Right. I feel like he was like still on tour with um, Britney yeah. and just like a kid. And he was like, "I'll teach you how to tumble. Don't worry." Yeah, he's married now. Yeah. Has a daughter and another baby due within a month. Isn't that crazy? He's, he's so, amazing. He's younger than me and so much more grown up. And maybe he also, like, got, like, his yeah. friend, He was on the road when he was 16. That's incredible. You know what I mean? So it was, like, one of those things where it's, like... You grow up. He grew up. And, like, he's up. just weirdly talented, like, in a way that, like, 
not many people are. This is incredible. Yeah, it's cool. It's special. It's I don't know. It is special. He's really special. And the thing that Teresa and Luke and I have is really special. They're like, they're like my people. They're so amazing. I love them so much. I'm really lucky. We're all lucky to have each other. I love that. This gives me like the warm fuzzies because you hear. Yeah. I hear this. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes you hear like, it's a cutthroat world, and you're gonna da 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 da. And I'm like, okay. Right. You know, if you expect it to be a cutthroat world, and that's what it's gonna be, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there are different types of camps, I think, out here. There is. There are different kind of camps. And and I'll be really honest, I've experienced, I've been in all of them. Mm. I've been on those jobs. I've been on those cutthroat jobs. Can you give an, uh, an, like, you can be totally anonymous about it, but an example of, like, a cutthroat experience you had? Oh, that's hard to say, because it's totally going to give it away. Okay. Of what it is. Okay. (laughs) But but, But I've been in positions where... I've cried. It's been really hard. You don't understand why. And I don't want to say suck it up because that's not the right thing to do. But like, yeah, it's just yeah. I've I've just I've experienced that. I've been through that. You know, I've been through that. You know, and I guess the thing when you you get the more you're around and the more you do things, like I'm so blessed that I can kind of choose where I want to be right now. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm really, like, I've been given this beautiful gift of this, like, franchise of things that I get to be involved with where, like, I get to be with my people I want to be with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And create the environment that we want to create. So, because you've, you know, been in environments where, yeah, and, like, you know, some of my, like, upbringings with different choreographers I worked with that are, that I love and, like, I look up to and inspire me, you know? Like, I remember on a job, like, in rehearsal, I messed up once in the front line, and I got moved to the back line. You know what I mean? Like, in a rehearsal. Like, so it's, like, once. So it's, like, you know, things like that. But that's just their way, you know? And it, and it I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. It shaped me, you know? Like, it it, it makes... I'm really on my shit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on, yeah. like I worked with people where you had to be really on your shit. Like, it was, it was unacceptable to not be fully on your shit so I'm like that you know I'm just like that in a little bit of a more of a loving way <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah it's out there it's totally out there but you create what you I don't know be what you want be what you want to see I guess what's that be the change you want to see be the that change say? you want to see I might not be saying it right yeah. but I remember you, it could, you understand what I'm saying yeah. Right? yeah absolutely and just be prepared and, like, the biggest thing I'd, I'd say to people is, like, don't take things personal. Which is, like, the hardest fucking thing when you're, like, getting judged. But, like, with, with people's personalities and then also with just, like, experiences, like, it does, it does really force you to, like, you have to have a tougher skin, you know? Like, it's, it's true. Yeah. But if you're doing it because you love it, if you can go back to that, then it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And understand auditioning. If you understand auditioning, then it's like you can't take it personal. It's so being on the other side. Like it's so specific what we're looking for. It's not like oh they're bad. They're, uh, it's like so specific sometimes, and it's just like it has nothing to do with whether someone's a good dancer or not. So many times, mm-hmm. you know. So like the more as a young dancer, if you can understand that and know there is a place for you, and just persistence is the 
number one most important thing. Mm. The number one most important thing. So many talented people come and then, then they're just gone. You know, but people if you go through LA like yeah. no one's business. Yeah, but if you stay around and you persevere, like that's how you're gonna work. Like you can't like, I mean, not that you can't expect. You can expect whatever you want, but it would be unlikely to show up and then just immediately like, you know, say like Lindsay and Craig, they're gonna they're gonna hire people they've seen around. And people they know are going to do the job. They need to see you around a little bit first before they can just, like, put you on something. You know, so you have to, like, be around. Like, be in class. Be, like, go through auditioning for people. Like, if, you know, they have to know you're consistent. You know, we can't, it's, because it's on them, too. Like, they have to deliver something to a director. So it's like, if they don't know you, that you can deliver, like, in a purchase situation when you're shooting next to an artist or whatever and, like, be perfect... And understand like what it's like to be on set, you know they can't. It's putting them in a weird position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, the more you can understand that as a dancer, then um, takes a little pressure off of like what's going on in the audition. You know. I realized my friend. Wait, scratch that. I realized like the other day how much I think we. I'm saying we loosely listen yeah. to the no's more than the yeses. Yeah. We give credit to it. And I'm like, like, I keep on using this example, but the kids, because they're just yeah. all on my mind. Yeah. Like, when I, I auditioned them, I was even just looking, like, how are they behaving? Who's smiling? Who's being supportive? And I remembered hearing those things, but it never registered how it did. And I, like, saw that they were nervous. And I was like, okay. Like, I want them to do well. And it, some of them just weren't ready yet. And then I heard after the first, like, final finals audition, I had a, a re-audition at some point, I heard this whole thing about the parents talking about, like, different conspiracies, and I chose this person because... And it was like, no, it was just what we needed. But in L.A., like, for the adult auditions, there's so much talent. So... Everybody's good. Yeah. So the no, I think we give too much credit to. That's a really profound statement. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, because it's easy to focus on that. Right, I I do too. Focusing on that versus, like... And then you get chosen for something, and you're like, okay, yeah, fine, but, you know... You're right. You're super right. I'm going to take that home with me. Yeah! I remember that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Is there anything else that you want to talk about or that's come up for you that we haven't discussed? I'd say just it's so impar- important to follow your heart mm-hmm. and your passion and don't sell yourself short. Like, really experience this life out here to the fullest and dance and, like, go for it and take chances. Like, take a class you wouldn't normally take. And you know what I mean? Like, really just... I said it before, but perseverance, it's so important. Like, the more you show up and be consistent, people are going to see you. And really, I think that is just the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had one. So I joke, I was going to jokingly ask this because I was like, I'm going to interview Allison Falk, any questions? And I get this one from a dance mom, like, is she hiring children? If so, refer my child. Is she what? She was like, is she hiring children for any upcoming projects? If so, please. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. insert name. But it did make me think for dancers who want to connect with you. Yeah. Or choreographers who are aspiring. Yeah. Is there any way to connect with you? Or Through my agent or just online? I look at my stuff online. On awesome. Yeah. And is there, I know this is a negative thing, but is there, like, what has worked with dancers being like, I want to work with you and what has not worked? Because it's tough on the other side of the dancer. Yeah, you're right. To know how to communicate. It is tough. Yeah. I'd say just be genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, and brief is the wrong word, but it doesn't need Concise? to... Concise? 
yeah, it doesn't need to be like, you know, like a full on, like novel of you know what I mean of sorts. You know what I mean? But like reaching out is is great. I always recommend it. Like mm-hmm. always recommend it because what's the worst thing that could happen? They don't respond back. Oh well, mm-hmm. like. But you're never going to know unless you reach out. You know what I mean? Ask for questions. Like, I mean, I've had people... I had a mom of somebody reach out to me. Maybe it's the same one. <laughs> no, no, no. But she's a, a grown-up. And and apparently she works a lot, but, like, her was a little much. She kept reaching out to me constantly. Like, and I was just like, I'm just not hiring women right now. Like, you know? Yeah. And she's like, she's doing this job now. She's doing this job now. That's amazing. You know? But, like, that was a little much for me. I was kind of like, mm. But she had good intentions. Like, she yeah. just wanted to do the best for her daughter. Anyway, so I... Yeah. Reach out to me online or through my agent. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Talent Management. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's 100 years from now, and you're chilling on a cloud or Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I feel like Hawaii is just heaven. What do you want to be remembered for in the dance world? Oh, wow. Shit. Just as, like, a positive, like, light, you know, that loved dance. You know, and shared that, and people felt that. You know, whether it was with choreography or dance or whatever, they just felt how much I loved this. I wanted to share it with people. That's beautiful. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> how can people find you, like social media handles? Um, Allison underscore Falk is my Instagram. That's all I have. And we'll put it in the yeah. blurb. And I want to acknowledge you for taking the time out today, the energy to come over here to this strange apartment. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And for just being open and game and, you know, for like really I, I the love and passion you have for this and the positivity and oh. who you are in this world is just really inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much. I think what you're doing is so awesome, just sharing people's stories. And it's thank really you. cool. Thank you. Yeah, much love to you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our Dance Speak podcast. For inquiries, suggestions, comments on your favorite guests, or who you'd like to see on the show, please email us at dancespeakpodcast at gmail.com. That's D A N 